0: And welcome back to talent gone wild with best entertainers I'm our host, Vic and Lou. Hi everyone. Thanks for joining us again.
1: Hi, I'm Victoria.
0: I'm the Lou part. That's right.
1: (laughs) And uh, we are the owners of best entertainers. Mm -hmm. And today we're going to talk about something different.
0: Yes. I'm very excited about today's show because we're going to talk about partnerships. Uh Yes. If you're lucky, you have a wonderful partner in life and in business. Sometimes you have great vendors who are partners. I've had writing partners, but the partnership I'm going to talk to you about today is miraculous. Sometimes in life you have a psychic connection with someone and you just don't even have to talk about what you're doing. Each one has their own job and they work together and you just become amazing. Uh, And that's what this partnership did is is make two people better working together and i'm going to introduce to you the most instinctive talent i've ever met we had similar backgrounds but had never met each other
1: mm-hmm.
0: we both worked at the comedy workshop you met ernie before me i think right did not uh, you know him? no
1: I, I met ernie around the same time you did i was at the comedy mm-hmm. workshop after you right and Ernie, I guess, would have been after me.
0: Well, he was a stand-up comic, but I had never met him. Thea Vidal uh, knew about him, uh, and I knew Thea before him. Anyway, let's bring him on. DJ Ernie, Ernest Thomas comic. Hey guys. DJ, thank you so much for joining us today, Ernie. Glad to be here. inviting me on. Yes. You know, we, uh, we met miraculously, didn't we? Uh, because yes. I had a partner before Ernie, uh, John Peoples, who was a technolog- very smart technologic guy, and I was not. And uh, he, he just brought me into CDs. I was using records way longer than I needed to. And uh, we were doing the Continental mm-hmm. Airline picnics, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And right. You, you were booking that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a – at that time, I think it was for about – what, 10,000 people
0: maybe? Well, it got up to 16,000 people. almost 20, so yeah.
1: It was a big outdoor event and- um, We had
0: everything yeah, there. we
1: coordinated a lot of talent and music,
0: but- right. Bands in, in four or five different locations. We had a DJ DJs tent- for teams. Right? Yeah. And uh, we had a yes. Michael Jackson that year.
1: Oh my God, yes. do you remember that? <laughs> it was 91, got 92. Trampled. 92? <laughs>
0: Yes, oh, I do remember oh, that. Man, I was so yeah. scared. So, and, and Ernie, what were you doing? <laughs> I was only there because John had invited
2: me right, to, blow, right. to blow up balloons.
1: He, I remember. I, was, I, right I was, was there to blow up balloons. Yes. Balloons.
2: And you had finished I, way ahead of I time. I ran,
0: ran out of balloons. <laughs> right. And uh, so anyway, Ernie, we had finished what he was doing, and we had this crowd wow. that was way too large for our tent. We had... Uh, uh, thousands of kids yeah. in our tent stuffed in our tent yeah. and we have this Michael cat. Jackson who had to come out. We' roped everything around it right mm-hmm. And uh, th- then uh, I was trying to get kids back and then suddenly you appeared and just started Man, handling I was making,
2: well, they were I started making the announcements for lost children.
0: Right, 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 right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I was pushing people back and, uh, and I said to John, who is this guy? And John said, oh, that's Ernie. Uh, you want him off the mic? And I said, no, keep him on it.
2: <laughs> yeah. So after that, after the announcement for the lost kids, we started doing games with the kids and everything.
0: Right, right. And then I asked you, uh, I had a party after that. And I said, uh, are you free for later on?
2: Right. And you yep. were. We
0: went by and picked up your clothes because we were all in, you know, picnic clothes. Exactly. Yeah.
1: That yeah.
0: And oh that's right. And we did, just started did, like, DJing 10 together. Ten
1: hours at, at, oh, my God. at yeah. Continental. And then you yeah. we went and did a private party after that. I yeah. about that. Yeah. You guys would do that a lot. Yeah, I remember those long, long, long hours at Continental, and then you would run off and do a bar mitzvah right. or something.
0: Yeah, oh, not a bar mitzvah, not yet. Not, no, not yeah. at that
1: time. But I mean, later yeah. on. But
0: but we started. Uh, I just after that show, I said, "Hey, are you open uh, next week? I've got a show after." The, and and we just yeah, I said, "Yeah, right. let's go every week." And and I would throw out a line. You would throw a line out back, and we would just. Uh, Banter back and, back and forth. forth, yeah, and people were really liking it, and uh, we could tell something was was hot and, yes. and happening, and uh, it just grew. And, and no
1: one had seen anything like it before either. Right? You guys hadn't, but they they hadn't either. You know, yeah. it wasn't the big, right, uh, exactly. active parties at that time. You know, yeah, DJs were just. Well, if you can't afford a band. Well, yeah. I am, I had
0: been doing interactive. You changed I, that. I exactly had been doing interactive things before, mm-hmm. but it was different because I was a stand-up, so I was doing little stand-up things. Yeah. And then I would do the DJ stuff and throw lines out back and forth at yeah. myself
1: in the crowd.
0: <laughs> it was much better having someone to throw lines yeah. to. <laughs> and uh, yeah. then we got... Uh, the first bar mitzvah was what like we've been
2: together Not how that long, long after that.
1: how long ernie six that, months maybe yeah right?
2: about six months yeah, yeah.
1: Then we and took our first bar mitzvah the family they were fun all they wanted to do was dance they were kind right. they were they were just they were a happy bunch we yeah. really loved them and they just were blown away
0: yeah well we had already started doing games yeah. before that party yeah and so we got together Ernie and I and said, "Okay, what's going to make this thing different?" We yeah. you know, we have adults and we have kids, so how do we make it so that everyone's having fun?" That's right, yeah. And we started putting theme. Remember some of the themes we did? We were doing bizarre stuff <laughs> for years.
1: I remember you had a hockey theme once we
0: had yes you yeah, yes.
1: had to do hockey games
0: we had a country one where we were doing like lassos we had neon guitars electrical
2: and that was the electric one the neon guitars yeah, the yeah. Neon yeah. Guitars.
0: we had all kinds
1: of things would you say that i mean you you really had a knack for interacting with kids would you say that that's partially because of you know you come from a large family and yeah. look out for each other and so there's Kids of all ages. Uh, I would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah. from yeah. a big family,
2: that that helps a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I was you instantly, you know, got it with the kids. Right. Like, yeah. not, that's not everybody.
0: Oh no, I had had. I had been a teacher. I had years of training. Vic mm-hmm. had been a teacher. We both been counselors, and I was like, this guy's better than both of us, and he <laughs> has no training whatsoever.
1: Life. <laughs>
2: Yeah, life
0: training.
2: training was you know? I had yeah. s- seven yeah. brothers and sisters
0: training.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you
0: kn- knew all about bullying, and <laughs> which were you—the bully or the, the bullied on? No, bullied on. Know.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Anything? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: but he was the, the settler of the. Uh, that's class. what I'm
1: thinking. You know, yeah. you you you're one of your talents is diplomacy.
0: But we,
2: your yeah. we, siblings, we, we argue and fight, do all that over different things bikes, mm-hmm. clothes, food. You better <laughs> eat it before I eat it. If you don't eat it, it's going to be gone. So,
0: yeah, it was seven people in the family, seven kids, Eight, for sure. yeah, eight, eight kids, yeah, eight total.
1: Eight kids. Wow, that's a lot of growing teenagers. Yes, I tell you what,
0: also, he has a million relatives every time we went to a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who was there who was working was a relative of Ernie. It was great.
1: Yeah.
2: Or, or I knew them from somewhere.
1: Oh, from somewhere. Yeah. Because
2: yeah. when yeah. I was in high school, I worked at a hotel too. that's that was a lot of it too. That was one of my sure. jobs in you know, high that, school.
1: That also helped the understanding of the venues. Yeah. And yes. the people and, and, how and it the works. people who work there who are working. You know day in day out and turning over the rooms quickly for the mm-hmm. next party and mm-hmm. i loved how you guys uh play probably still do you know music just for the staff while you're setting up yeah. in a good mood right. makes everybody ha- i mean i just i just think that's <laughs> that's something that a lot of people don't think of you know no. so, well, i'm playing for the party i'm playing for myself while well, i'm not playing for the party yeah you again know?
2: that came from when i was in high school working there when i had events mm-hmm. i'm thinking what if they had some music? It would be nice to mm-hmm. yeah. help, help us do things. So that, that's where that came from, that idea. Mm.
0: You know what I think was also different about our show was we weren't trying to be stars. Yeah. You know, we were very comfortable at performing because we had already had a background in stand-up comedy and theater right. both doing that. So we made it about the people at the party mm-hmm like I would walk around to the tables and talk to people uh, and find out what they wanted music while, while Ernie was playing. And then, you know, while we were doing our show, we would talk, we would banter, but yeah. at the same time we made it about the people at the party and brought them into everything. And, and,
1: uh, and my yeah. favorite thing was walking around the room. If I, if I went to the event, and just hearing what people would say about you guys. It was a lot of fun to be like, oh, did you hear what he said? That's hysterical. <laughs> or, you know, oh, look what Joe's doing with the DJ. Or, right. you know, it was, that was. That a
2: was lot weird. of times, a lot of times it catches them by surprise. Did he really say yes. that?
1: Yes, that I heard? but in a good way. <laughs> Yes, in a good way. I've heard them say that about other, other people, other performers sometimes in a horrifying way. But with you guys, it was like, oh, my God, that's funny. To yeah, do that.
0: exactly. Yeah, I, right. have, I have a secret. My My main goal was to crack Ernie up. <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> crack- I figured if I made Ernie laugh, then the crowd was going to laugh. <laughs> I can say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
1: we, so funny.
0: We did, uh, you know what? Um, I'm going to blow a horn here. Because when we started together, it was
1: ninety-one,
0: ninety-two. Okay. Right.
1: Yeah. And uh giving years
0: here. <laughs> and, well that first year, I don't think uh, anyone imagined corporate parties or anything like that. There weren't black DJs, there wasn't black entertainment at these high dollar Not events. And people for the for the first few months that we were performing. I would tell them about our relationship. In fact, I joke about it. I'd say we're a black, white uh, music comedy team. I'm the white one, you know, and, and uh, people laugh because I was usually telling them right there. So I'm the white one. They know. Yeah. yeah. uh, And and I was trying to, you know, breeze it off, but there were people who said, "Mm, can you just not, a little Um, bit of racism without him. And I was like, no, we're a partnership. That's not going to happen. And it took a little while, but after, after we started performing and people were getting us, then suddenly everyone had a friend who was black. Remember that?
2: (laughs) That always happens. (laughs) Do I remember it?
0: I live it. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I, I I was amazed at how many people suddenly had friends who were black who would come to the table and, and 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 want to talk to Ernie about their black friend. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> but I was used to that, so it didn't bother me one bit.
1: Yeah, I, Houston was totally really not. different for me, you know. That was uh, that was a very long time ago and yeah. things changed tremendously. tremendously. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> But I came from a different background. So I was very surprised by all of this. You
0: grew up in Paris. Yeah.
1: And um, I remember one time uh, some of our dancers had a hard time getting into a venue because they were they, you know this was early on and they were looking right. at them, right. yes and they were looking at them like are you sure you're in the right place and yeah. they call me and I'd have to go to the gate and say well, yes
2: that, that concept of dancers coming to a show was new as well brand right. right exactly right. now
1: no big deal even yes. 10 years later no big deal but right. right at that moment right in the very beginning it was it was startling yeah they yeah. Were confused to put it nice five, I mean,
2: five black guys coming up here dressed in these outfits, so what are y'all doing here? Yeah, yeah. so they, they had to understand that as well. Yeah, and, yeah.
1: and that's that. you know, I mean, it was giving clients an opportunity to learn something new and appreciate new yeah. things, you know?
0: We were really right on the cusp of that mm-hmm. dancer on the floor, that MC guy on the floor teaching people how to dance or just having people do dances with them, following them. That was really completely new. The beginning of it, yeah. Yeah.
1: And then you guys switched places at one point.
0: Well, because of my auto accident. Right. Oh, that's, that's right, yeah. Yeah, I had uh, that auto accident in, it really wasn't that long after we were together, maybe a year or so, uh, maybe a year and a half. We had been doing bar yeah, mitzvahs about that. and we were really starting to hit and getting right. a lot of shows. And then I I had that auto accident. We were supposed to be doing something that weekend, but it was an easy show. It wasn't a big deal show. And so I, you were the first call. Before I called Victoria, I said, hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Could you handle tonight? And uh, you said, yeah. And I think that was the first time you
2: DJed. by myself? By yourself, yeah. Or DJing at all? Yeah, (laughs) that's right. I knew but nothing I, about DJing.
1: Yeah. And it's, it was not the technology we have today.
2: No. No, no. We had the, the, the albums.
0: We had yeah, the, and we were total albums. We had albums here. We had CDs. CDs on we had time. huge box. <laughs> it weighed a ton. It was like a, someone's funeral coffin. It, and and we, we had there CDs. were three Yeah. CD
1: that's right. And
0: we That's have right. two That's cassette right. recorders. Oh, yeah, I used to bring yep. that too in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. And we had boxes and boxes and boxes. Heavy. Heavy box of albums that we oh, brought. Oh, God. No, I'm
1: so this glad. actually is so weird because I remember, what was it called? Sound Warehouse? Someplace like yeah, that? Yeah, Sound Warehouse. So one day, two days. One day walking in and I saw half albums, half CDs. And then probably six months later, I walk in and it's all CDs. Yeah. So you guys were transitioning the same time everybody else was. I mean, we it wasn't like you were behind or anything. This thing yes. was happening. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know what? Though I would have never transitioned into the kind of technology we eventually did go into if it wasn't for Ernie, because yeah. he's he's the tech guy, I'm the geek, the geek. You're all into cars and technology and yes. all that stuff, and I am not. I'm into <laughs> writing. I'm sitting, into sitting in a room and writing jokes. Yeah, exactly.
2: And I was more than happy to get rid of those CDs and <laughs> albums. Right. But finally, yes. we could put a, an entire library on a hard drive yeah. and go to an event.
1: And I remember being very, you know, as the owner of the company, I remember being very, very nervous about that. It's like, it's all right here. Mm -hmm. And for the first year, maybe I said, look, just bring this back up. We had smaller cases of essential CDs so that you can pull off a show. If something happens, if the hard drive crashes or whatever, and you know, here's the case, go out with these, and that'll cover just about every music genre. might not be the, the latest, greatest, but at least you'll have something to play.
0: You yeah. always have two computers in case well, one. Well, eventually, pro, but, yeah, yeah.
1: But, but not right away.
0: Right, yeah. we, we have the CDs, we had compilations that we put together, yeah. but I'm talking more about the, the lighting, yes. uh, the video shows. Programming the lights. Yeah. Put, oh my God, program. And, and then Ernie went out of town and learned how to do uh, that laser for the first time oh yeah i've been doing from the 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 ball writing laser
1: from
2: the dj
0: convention yeah yeah
1: people still like that
0: oh
2: that's That's a lot of fun well and the way
1: you'd bring the the kids into it sometimes and let them play with it oh
2: yeah put their names in there and select the next item that's going to be showing
1: but yeah yeah Um, i think nothing unsafe
0: (laughs) yeah i i tell you um I would have freaked out prior to that. you know. <laughs> <laughs> Ernie letting kids uh, have the microphones, you know. Yeah, and i say, Lou, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. So, I'm there with them. Don't worry.
1: So after the accident, Ernie started being more.
0: Oh. Uh, well, more than that. I mean, if you remember, uh, you handled that show, and then that. Scared, that scared to death. I had to put together. The, really, I had to put together that video of the family. We were just doing those.
1: Remember oh, the yeah. family that brought us their their photo albums in a in a oh, radio flyer. Right. <laughs> and every picture in and color correct yes. And I
0: was doing that on the floor of the office. We were still back at the old office, and uh, then uh, that show, I had to bring my crutches. I was yeah. crutching along, and that I think was the after that was the first time that you brought a kid to help us with uh setting up yeah setting up mm-hmm. but remember i passed out after that uh after that show after that first show we were together from pain yeah it was
1: oh he broke so many things
0: yeah <laughs> i had no idea what i, I had no idea <laughs> what
1: I... emergency had no idea how many things he broke no. <laughs>
0: but
1: i think if i remember correctly this was when you went you we were out front the most, right?
0: It was right after that, that uh, I had been the floor guy. I had been the one who was doing the floor duties and Ernie was back and forth. And really at first I didn't completely try I, my, my crazy possessiveness. I didn't trust him at first. And I was like, I would tell him, okay, you, you do this song, and this, song <laughs> and this is how you would do it. And then I would run around to the floor and hope and pray that he would do it correctly. And he always did. And then I would come back off the floor and then go back to doing it. And and then he it's obviously did the out. dancing better than me. So I, you know, that was no, well, issue.
1: and this is why relationships are so important, mm-hmm. you know, because once you have that relationship, whether yeah. it's a an event planner with their talent or talent with talent, then, yeah. you know, you just let them do what they know how to do. You mm-hmm. trust them as the expert that you hired them to be. Yeah. And you let them go because they know it better than you do. Yeah.
0: yeah? I, I think that my accident was the best thing for us coming together as a group because yeah. for a year after my accident, I couldn't stand for, for yeah. very long even. Yeah.
2: I, I had to set up the shows, take them down, yeah. me and mm-hmm. the helper and. Cause you couldn't do it with the crutches
0: and all that. So, yeah, it was- I would do some of the, you know, I, I had to rely on Ernie yeah. to do a lot of things. So
1: You'd tape down cords.
0: <laughs> right. I would be on the ground taping cords, <laughs> but uh, I had to rely on you. And then we worked more and more together and started honing it so that we were completely in line that we didn't even have to talk about right. what you we were going to do. You were just doing it. You were doing, if you drop something, I picked it up. If I I dropped more than you, you, you know, there was a while there, I think, where you were just calling me, nope.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, everything. <laughs> it's funny, you heard more than any. You, you live, you were Luke Newton's law.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> In person. <laughs>
0: I always came home with some kind of damage to oh, my yeah. hands, yeah. too.
1: Maybe that explains it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I love the way people responded to Ernie. It, mm-hmm. Ernie has a way of making everyone feel comfortable. Yeah. And involved. Never pushed. You know, yeah. you, you just. Y'all, y'all have it where you're just inviting and not pushing. Right. And you read off the crowd. You, you guys can know, Ernie, if, if you're in a room DJing and you're in the room for two minutes, let's say the client doesn't even know, you know, what to tell you about their group. You can watch the group for two minutes. Absolutely. And boom, you've got their yeah. number, you know, i kind of reminds me of street when I was a street performer. It's the same thing. You can see the yeah. crowd. You can know who you can talk to, who you can get up on stage with you. You can't, but it takes, you know, but I learned
2: I learned about DJing mm-hmm. from Lou mm-hmm. because he was DJing long, or, long before I even thought about DJing because yeah. I didn't think about DJing. I was, I was in my mind was on comedy.
1: Yeah.
2: So I grew up under Lou those first 10 years easily. L- learned all the crafts of the DJ industry, how to interact with that crowd, how to get the people going. And also so.
0: They and because people. my background was in street performing with yeah. pantomime and with theater and with acting and with the uh, stand-up comedy which we both had in common mm-hmm. uh, i think bringing those theatrical elements to our show yeah. made it a very different show and made it more theatrical and made us have less of an ego because yeah. the show wasn't all about i think a lot of djs think that they've invented the music <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we knew that, okay, this is music we're dealing with, and this is a craft, and it's not necessarily like we created anything. Right, yeah. You know, the thing is, I'm a type A personality, very obviously, you know. Mm -hmm. And Ernie uh, came from a different background. Um, And I think also just, I think, quite frankly, I think the black and white thing, helped it too because I learned a tremendous amount of dealing with people by by how Ernie dealt with people mm. and how Ernie was not as stressed out about things that <laughs> that, that I was stressed out
2: about. Then and I that, learned I learned that from my mom, you know, she had eight kids. Oh
1: yeah. 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 That's true. Your mom doesn't stress about anything. Yeah. Three boys is enough. But yeah. eight, kids, eight kids, oh, God. Oh. But
0: a, a client would come over to me uh, and say, um, you have to do this, and it would be completely opposite of what she told us before. And I'm like, huh? And Ernie's <laughs> like, oh. <You> know, basically, <laughs> don't say anything. Just give yourself the five minutes to think it over. You know." I just say, okay, we'll take care of it. Nowhere they take care the process and, and Ernie was that that constant reminder that I need to shut up. And
1: uh, <laughs> but if, yeah, you you learned and grew from him too. I mean yeah. and That's just like any band, you know, there's gonna yeah. be you know some infighting and there's gonna be some craziness, but you you guys fit like a puzzle, you know, you had your amazing strengths, he had his strengths, neither one that's of you right. were afraid to learn, right, and neither one of you wanted it to be about you. no, and I think that's that's amazing. I mean, it's very hard for entertainers to grasp. I think mm-hmm. a lot of learn that much later in life, yeah, um, and of course we still you know we still are learning mm-hmm. but um but having you two together, I think sped that up a little bit, right. To learn faster and and having as many shows right you know being that busy yeah. you have a chance to really get it faster too well
0: we were also very considerate of each other's time um there were times when family situations would happen and for instance if it happened to ernie then he had to go to a, a son's graduation i would set up so that right. he, could, you know uh, same thing probably more times mm-hmm. with me because I have more family things, uh, with, the uh, no, we not, no, I don't. We have the same kind of family, <laughs> uh, but yeah. we would They're be okay, considerate and, and set up for each other and without questioning, without yeah. thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were brothers, you know, we were absolutely, uh, yeah, still are. Right. We were my best man at my wedding. Uh, I couldn't have a better friend. It's, uh, <laughs> I miss you as a matter of fact during the <laughs> uh,
2: pandemic. yeah.
0: Yeah. I miss that that I don't work with you all the time. You've been doing solo shows now. Uh, I, well, thanks to you, I've grown. You've uh, you've been I've doing transition you know? but uh,
1: yes, I I, I still, appreciate that. But yeah. you, you really put in the work too.
0: Oh
1: yeah. yeah. I see I see big differences between DJs who put in the work and DJs who don't. And you've always put in the work. And we don't have the same show either. I no, mean,
0: no. your show is very much your personality. Yeah. My show is very much my personality. Yeah. I think we, you know, when we're together, we still, you know, blend in that kind of in between median that, that right. works so well. But uh, I, I love the fact that we still do game shows and comedy mm-hmm. shows oh, together. Oh, those are
1: great. Yeah. The games. Oh, are uh, so much fun. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you're the technician, but you're like you're like. Oh, I'm going to date myself now. I was going to say you're like a Zed McMahon. You know, or the person <laughs> on the side that just really knows right when to throw the, the funny line. It's Jimmy so
2: Jimmy crazy. Kimmel's partner. Who's Who's that guy? Jimmy oh, Kimmel. No, I was yeah. also
1: trying to think of Ellen's <laughs> DJ. I was trying to remember his name too. Um, oh, he's fun. He's fun.
2: Twitch. Um, yeah. But
1: yes, Twitch. yeah. Twitch. Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah, but he, he's not a DJ, but her her he oh. got her side kid guy. Yeah.
1: Side sidekick, Yeah. yeah. There you he's, go. A,
2: he's actually a dancer.
1: Oh, I didn't right. know that.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah they, they a lot of DJs gave a flack about the fact that he's not a DJ but he has turntables. I mean, CD oh, players over there. Yeah. So they took the CD players off of there and he just does dancing oh, Yeah, I
1: seen it and, okay. and talks
2: with her back and forth.
1: But yeah,
0: they, uh-huh. now, the, He's on all of the dj uh, mm-hmm. online web things Chat you're chatting with all the djs i'm chatting with all the stand-up comics <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah you you what's nice about that is you see what's happening around the country and you pick up you know like yeah. when you guys started the interaction thing here in, in houston on a, on a big scale it was going on in New York, but we had no idea it was going on in New York at the
2: time.
0: Oh yeah, right. Oh uh, yeah, It
1: was sort of a, around the same time. I think it was a few years yeah. earlier in New York, but we had no idea. Yeah, but yeah,
0: we well, found out at, at the very first convention yeah. that uh, we went to nationally, people were seeing Ernie and were following him. All the other DJs <laughs> were following him dancing uh, and, oh, yeah. and then, uh, there was, was this guy in New York who was trying to teach the interactive thing, and all right. the people were like, "Ernie, you teach him." <laughs> <laughs> so we we were, yeah, that's we so were awesome. doing the same. I think that there it was the right time to come up with that, and that's yeah. why people in New York were doing it, and and uh,
1: came here, and, yeah, in Boston and Florida, and
0: Ernie had been to L.A. I came from New York. So we had a national idea. Anyway, Mm. it's a presence that you, you, that comes from that. Well, we've done, we did a lot of shows out of town. Um, There was a, remember, there was a a time, I don't even know if you knew this. We were, uh, we were asked by a company in Long Island. uh, One of the agents was at our party and she said, I, would like to set you up in a, in a show in Long Island. Would you guys move? And she was going to set us up in like a $15,000 show in Long Island, which was like three times what we were making in Houston. Yes. And, three uh, times. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but we, uh, at the time, Oh but, yeah, yeah. but we, uh, we had our kids here.
1: Oh, she wanted you to move, move? Not she wanted us to, to move. The show?
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We were like, oh, we have our kids here. You know,
1: that's probably why you didn't tell me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, that's
1: true.
0: <laughs> that's true. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, what, what are uh, some of your favorite shows? I was thinking, before I asked you to to do the podcast, I was thinking back at some of our favorite shows. I, uh, I remember the one where there was a theme.
2: It was a animal theme show, and they actually had a live elephant outside.
0: Oh yeah, that was good. When I high high that. Band. Yeah.
1: Oh. Um, yeah, Continental had, had live elephants too.
0: Um, yeah, uh, yeah. We brought those in. Um, you know, shockingly, one of the shows that I remembered best was technology. We had this show that was at the Arboretum, remember? It was kind of a forest. Oh um, yeah, yeah. And we did it in a tent and they had these two oh, trees. Yeah. That yes, we had yeah. to set up These projectors in the trees. Yeah, that was cool. that. yeah. Was,
1: yeah they did it all nature themed. Yeah, they had, you know covered walkway to go from the building and uh yeah it was they were fake trees that the decorator right. had designed yeah. they were amazing and they put they had a cubby for your projectors mm-hmm. so that you could do the music videos yeah. yeah that was beautiful actually and
0: we were like dr Livingston and uh you know, we, were, we were wearing those caps you know they the, we had
1: some rangers, I remember. Oh, we had people called yes. rangers who were funny, who were mm-hmm. telling people where to go and, and what yeah. to do. They set up a big campfire. That was that was kind of fun. What about the Astrodome? That was interesting. Oh, that was cool. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. That was the very last event at the Astrodome.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. The
1: very, very last event. At first we were like, Astrodome, that's, that's gonna, gonna be, work. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be weird.
0: That was if you remember Kevin Fridell, who mm-hmm. worked for us yeah. and became Martin lighting's top guy in the southwest part of the US he set up all the lighting for designer. that
1: he's wonderful yeah
0: but we had speakers running every what about we had three 20 zones minutes.
1: we had three main oh zones God. because of the reverberation yeah we had to try to contain the sound within three zones so that people could hear within those zones what was going on and a little bit outside just enough so that they could, know what was next and they used the jumbotron remember that oh yeah wow yeah that was well, something when they
2: introduced the kids in yeah that was great yeah.
1: that was something it was it was cool though <laughs> i remember being on the floor of the astrodome going why doesn't it feel as big on the floor as it does when you're up there <laughs> When you're in the seats it feels you know ginormous but when you're on the floor it seems manageable
2: yeah
1: but i i do remember pushing the the dollies up the ramps and everything. And the next day I was all sore through there.
0: Um, I remember a show in San Antonio, uh, Mm -hmm. London Jewish uh, persons uh, and their bat mitzvah or bar mitzvah. And remember we had to come up with uh, some kind of toast that was of many different flags.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. Now that flag made me remember. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was, I don't know, something that they did in Great Britain, and we had to learn how to do this. Oh. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, I thought. And then we had to do one safari one, where we had different speakers set up to different things. Oh,
1: with the different animal sounds. We had
0: different animal sounds coming out as we were playing the music. That was cool.
1: So, any everything from crickets to lion roars to yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, was, that was actually really cool.
0: Yeah, one time, we had Tarzan sound. Well, <laughs> oh, I remember there was a, like a lion sound, big lion coming coming this way, and then Tarzan, and then the lion going back this way in a in sound. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. And King Kong, we had King Kong. So I just was gonna, love Those animals. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 My, my favorite shows were always <laughs> ones where, if they were family shows, the ones where the whole families were involved. It wasn't only about the kids. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So the kids didn't rule the entire party. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's different than if you're doing a kid party, but if it's a family party, it was, to me, you could just feel the vibe, you know, it was a lot of fun when the whole family was involved and the kids were like, yeah, it's my family.
0: Well, if, you know, actually there was a time when the kids were taking over Yeah. and Ernie and I both together kind of figured out a schedule where we would bring the adults in no matter what. And make them a part of the activities. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give the we kids have their to time, or else they they just go somewhere else and not even right. think about being involved.
2: Give the and kids give their, their time life. in the beginning. We put that hour in for the
0: kids in the beginning.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right. So they well, can blow off some steam and do yeah. their little, you know.
0: Well, and play some of the music that the adults were not gonna in any way want to hear. Yeah, <laughs> not because it was dirty, just because it was so new or you know. Yeah so cutting edge or so hip hop or whatever, right? You know, what I love is uh, the people who would say that music is too loud on a song that they didn't like. But if you played a song that they did like at the same volume, totally okay with that. Turn it up. (laughs) That's my song. One thing I wanted to talk about was uh, your solo shows Now you helped me de-stress um what do you do to to de-stress you've got shows you already did a show right uh mm-hmm. did you already start doing shows yes since the COVID? covid yeah 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 so what is your preparation do you have some kind of preparation you do no
2: no i'm nervous before every show there's no preparation <laughs>
0: you're just ongoing nervous no yeah. i
1: Someone before they go on stage nervous or more than that? Like like kind of an excitement, nervous Excitement. But it's going. Excitement. Yeah. I'm
2: yeah. ready to do this. This is gonna be great. We're gonna have yeah. a good time. This is gonna be fun. Yes. That time of that type of in my mind is going, How am I gonna get it started? What
0: am I gonna do well, to get them going? You know, those types of
1: things. I would say that projects. I would say that every party you do subtly projects that then, yeah.
0: You know, I was talking to Victoria about something like that earlier where I said, before a party, it's like I'm a racehorse at the mm-hmm. gate, just yeah. revving up and waiting to th- please just open up that gate so <laughs> I can get out there. <laughs> and, uh, sounds like the same thing for you. It's pretty similar, probably.
2: I mean, I always want to get there early so I can be set up and de-stress and let all the worries go away before anyone comes in. I don't want yeah. anyone talking to me while i'm setting up i don't want
1: well i've yeah. noticed with entertainers there are two types uh when it comes to being earlier being late the ones that that um like to rush they're the ones that get the adrenaline from that the mm-hmm. ones that like to be er- really early now i'm not saying that the ones that do the adrenaline are late they, they just like that that adrenaline rush yeah now uh then they're the ones that are calmer and they like their they like to know that all their stuff is in place long before and And i'm like that too i mean i just you know everybody's different but i find it kind of breaks down into two different factions in my mind that's at least that's what i see the most i'm sure there's more but that's what i see the most is people who need that adrenaline push and then they boom (laughs) they go out there and then there's the ones that need that time and preparation. Yeah. Now you're that way with writing and, and emceeing. Yeah. And but, you like know, that we extra time for writing and emceeing. But, but we have different preps. Yeah. For
0: instance, when I start putting the equipment together, when I start looking at the games and the prizes, mm-hmm. what I want to have in the show, that's my prep. I'm thinking about all of that and I'm putting the show together while I'm Mm -hmm. putting those things in the car. I've already, by the time I arrive, I've already have the show in my head. Right. And Ernie likes that time. He likes at least an hour before the party. To think about all those things. Everything set up ahead of time and about an hour to just kind of look at the music and think about
2: what I'm going to do next. Yeah. Yeah. I start playing music that I want to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, and a lot of times I do that, and, and a, a parent will come over and go, um, "Johnny wants to make sure you're going to play rap music." <laughs> no. Yeah, this music I'm playing right now, this is for me. Don't worry. Tell yeah. Johnny he won't that. have to hear the house music. <laughs>
1: that's Funny. Yeah, people don't understand the backstage stuff sometimes. No, no. Yeah, but, yeah. because it's. Yeah, I mean there is no backstage, but in real life, it, that's what it is. It's, it's the backstage stuff, and they just have to be privy to it. Right. And, you know the other thing about what you guys do and what any entertainer does with live entertainment is the the we take it for granted. But it dawned on me once that there's the stress that you got one shot, and one shot to get it right. 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 You know, and of course experience mitigates <clears throat> that. You know, over time you can handle just about anything that gets thrown yeah. your way. But there it dawned on me as to why live events can be so stressful. It's because Oh yeah, this is it. You know, there's not a six-week run. There's not a three-month run. No, opening night. This is opening night, closing night, dress rehearsal. You know, (laughs) everything all in one.
0: But you know, I think when you have a really good partnership, Mm -hmm. I don't think it. I know it. When you have a really good partnership, you are foolproofing the show for yourselves. Yeah. You know, you know you can trust that person Mm -hmm. to be there for you for this. And you don't have to keep on bugging them about it. Like there have been times, for instance, when people have come over to me before a show, and wanted certain material written, and Ernie will just DJ Mm -hmm. for, you know, the the hour that people are coming in, and I'm off in a different room, writing those jokes, and then Doing that uh, yeah, that exactly. opening monologue. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the part where partners help. I think lot. that's tremendous trust you you have to have in each other. And event.
1: when you're doing that, you get to observe the crowd too. I've noticed, like I remember, there are many many times where you'd be on the floor, Ernie be on, or Lucy would be on the floor, and you'd go up to talk to one another about yes. the next. And, hey, why don't we play this next? Is like it's already in the queue. Yeah. You know, just you guys already had that understanding. Oh, yeah,
0: that shocked me. The, I, I still am not over that. Every time that you would come over to me and go, hey, why don't you play this? And I'd go, already in, <laughs> <laughs> you know, next song. <laughs> but that kind of psychic uh, yeah. connection is just still a little weird for me.
2: It happens even now when, I'm, when I DJ solo. Someone would come over and say, can you play a song? Or they'll put it on my request pad about a song to play. I'm like,
1: coming up, you read my mind. Well, you read theirs. Exactly. You're reading the crowd, all the experience, all the knowledge, all the knowledge of the age group, whether it's adults or teens or whatever, uh, and who they are. You know, like when you go into a corporate event, you can feel the corporate culture the minute That's you right. walk in and you can gather in almost, you know, within five minutes easily what you're gonna be doing that night and how you're gonna be doing it.
0: You know, that I think comes of just being sensitive to your crowd. If the show is all about you, if I am the show, then you're never gonna get that. you're never
1: gonna get that. Well there are
2: there are DJs out there that play like that. They don't want to talk to us and
1: I understand them. And and, and and people may yeah. not even realize that until they've had Someone like you, you know, that oh, there's another way that yes, it can right. be even better. Yeah. Be even better. Mm-hmm. yeah,
0: but you do when you're DJing, you do pick up on the crowd, mm-hmm. and one thing leads to another, and you can tell mentally where they are. Yes, it, it just and what happens. they need.
1: Yes, yeah. and what they need. up oh, time for a slow dance, <laughs> right? Exactly, <laughs> it's like, oh. right. yeah, okay. yeah very cool and you know you're a quadruple threat because you do the games you know the music you know the crowd and you know how to emcee right. i mean you know there are people who think they know how to emcee oh my god mm. well, it's, it's awesome. when you
2: when you love what you do yeah it doesn't, it doesn't show
1: i mean no. i have stood next to to event planners and they said why when they hired someone else and yeah. they're like He's not getting the names of the company right. He's not saying this right. I'm like, "Mm -hmm." it happens. That's not MCing. MCing is knowing your job and prepping. And you know, you prep. You know,
2: I prep. weeks ahead. What's that? I prep. I prep weeks ahead. A week ahead. Yeah. If I have the information.
1: Even if it's a quote simple job.
0: Yeah, I'm already planning.
1: Sure you have all the latest that they need. And I mean, that's admirable. Well, I mean, there's so many people who don't. They just assume they know everything.
0: I think part of it is also we have a very low threshold of boredom. Yeah. We have to keep changing things up because yeah. if we did the same thing week after week, we would just we couldn't do it. No. Our minds would explode. Yeah. yeah.
1: Your partner's consistently I mean you still partner on games and, and some shows but mm-hmm. consistently exclusively yeah. for 20 plus years yeah that's where yeah. I mean, in in you know that's that's very rare and and yeah I mean you don't love each other all the time but man what you are you talking it? about well, okay, well <laughs> like each other all the time. but you know what I mean it's like it's like a marriage
0: it's, it's like, like a marriage like a family like a you know yeah. what every Every good amazing. partnership is compromised. Is. I don't care what kind of marriage it is, and that's mm-hmm. what I think a great partnership is. You're constantly marriage, yeah. deciding, okay, between my idea and your idea. Mm-hmm. If you're yeah. two creative people, you're going to constantly have different opinions, mm-hmm. and you're going to have to compromise, or else you're
1: for the be- for the good of the client.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. for the good of of your own sanity, Sanity. you know?
2: (laughs) Well, nowadays I just, I'm just letting it all go. I'm total positive about everything. Mm -hmm. Everything will resolve itself out. No, I'm leaving no negativity, no anger. Mm -hmm. And then I sleep so good at night. Yeah.
1: I'm so (laughs) jealous.
2: Despite the pandemic.
0: Well, you know what I have to say? That was the worst thing for me about the pandemic happening in March because we had those two bar mitzvahs together that we were going to do, and I yeah. was really looking forward to it because <laughs> we had been doing solo shows for a while. Yeah. Uh, well, we did a game show a couple of weeks before, but but in March, we had a game show and we had two bar, two bar mitzvahs. And our,
2: our, old clients,
0: I yes. was super excited. I was looking so forward to working with you again. and. Yeah. Look what yeah. the pandemic did.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I haven't it's done a show yet. I've got one next week, but you've been doing them.
1: It's just starting. No, just it's just learning. starting now. It's just starting now. People, what I love is that Houstonians are adapting. They're learning. They're, they're starting to get it. They're, they're learning to adapt on mm-hmm. how they can do a show under the guidelines where people can still do things together, but safely. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's exciting to see. I I'm very proud of, I mean, it sounds strange, but I'm very proud of, of my clients, you know, uh, I mean, they, they come to me and ask me for how, how to manage certain situations, but they're also figuring it out for their own yeah. venues or for their own situations. And that's, that's really exciting to see because people need to be together.
2: Yes. Who want to be
1: together, need to be together. You know, yeah, back nature. in the 90s, they, you know, they were complaining that people were cocooning and then all of a sudden, you know, cafes started popping up everywhere and people got together, you know, yeah. like, oh, you know, yeah. people just want to stay home because the TVs are better now and everything. You can watch anything you want. And it's like, no, people really want to be together and they yeah. would find ways in spite of themselves to be together. And so I think that's what's happening right now people say, okay, let's rewrite the rules. Let's just, we just want to be together. We want to have fun experiences together. I wish we'd figured that out earlier. Yeah.
0: I wish we figured out how to do shows safely earlier. What, what, uh, what are you looking forward to now that things are opening up again? Uh, Back to work. (laughs) I want to go and entertain. Yeah,
1: that's, yeah, that's, That's the hardest thing I think about being an entertainer is when an entertainer can't entertain. Mm -hmm. And I I don't think clients could ever understand that completely. I mean, sometimes they would ask me, well, how do I know the entertainer is going to show up? And I'm like, are you kidding? (laughs) This is what they live for. This is, this is their chosen. Who would choose this?
0: Yes. Yeah. It's like all week long. We're revving up for this show that's going to happen. Yeah, Yeah, Uh, true. Thanks so much. Uh, for, for joining us on the podcast. Did you have a good time?
2: I did. I'm glad you guys asked me to do this.
0: I know oh, you're man. you're going crazy with your family. Your family is always needing you for things. Yeah, I
2: gotta put an exercise bike together
0: when we're there. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well I'm gardening. She's taught me how to garden. So you're I'm, good.
1: Like, I'm stuff, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I yeah. Well, anyway. Well,
0: Thanks a lot. It's
1: good to see you virtually. I hope
0: I you too, see guys. you live sometime really soon. Yes, you too. Love you guys. Love, Love you. Too, you. Take, take care, Ernie. All right, take good luck. day. Well, thanks everyone.
1: Yeah, thanks for joining us. And, um,
0: hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We really missed it. But you can tell that, that a partnership like that is so valuable and uh, it becomes more than the business that you're doing it becomes a a lifelong friendship and no matter what kind of compromises you have in marriage you'll have them in business too if you're really creative and if you find another creative person so uh yeah I, i hope you get relationships like that thanks everyone and i hope we see you next week